We're here to make a dent in the universe or else why are we even doing this? If I don't think I cut out all the fun stuff, because that to me is the fun stuff. Build that audience, because if you've got no one to sell it to, then it's just going to flop and die. And no one likes a floppy, right? I'm yet to meet a woman who just kind of grew up confidently in her body. Welcome to my podcast. I'm Nicole Bremner. Join my weekly conversations with really interesting people as I delve into the stories and experiences that make them uniquely them. Good afternoon and welcome to another live podcast. And actually a little announcement on that. This is going to be one of our last live ones. So thank you to those who have joined us in uh, live along this journey. We've decided to make it a little bit easier for ourselves and not do them live going forward. But we knew that this interview today with the Property Twins would be exceptionally interesting for you. So we decided to do this one last as our one of our last uh, live interviews. So as I said, we have today Tonya and Ria as our uh, the official property twins as our guests today. And they began their property careers in a real estate agency in their hometown of Chelmsford, working from the bottom of an already established business as uh, trainee negotiators. And then they worked their way up to management positions before setting up their own property companies some years later. So from sales and lettings, design, renovation projects and property investment, they cover all things property. Since selling their estate agents in 2018, Rhea spends the majority of her time designing luxury gardens for her husband's garden design company, Rose Hill Designs and Build. And uh, along, and she's also one half of the property twins. I'm sure the design and garden business is going really well at the moment. So we will definitely discuss that. And uh, Tonya still continues to work as an estate agent after merging her own company with a well-established company in Chelmsford called Adrian's. And she's the head of lettings there. And she owns her own property portfolio, which continues to grow. Now they're in their mid-30s. Wow, they look good, don't they? And as well as being mums to four small children, A.V., Drew, Hudson and Jackson, who we might meet uh, the little baby soon, they have a selection of buy-to-let properties and that they let and manage. So they've got a huge passion for property design interiors and love sharing their tips on how to create stunning spaces within the home, however big or small the budget. So they've got their own interior column and have a future, a very exciting future, which we're going to touch on today with a new property venture. So thank you very much to Tonya and Rhea for joining us today. Oh, hello. Hi, thanks for, having, thanks us. for having, us. having us. Oh, we said that new listen right. there, Tonya. <laughs> <laughs> well, that leads me perfectly onto my first question. I'm really curious how you started out in a state agency to, at the same time. Did you both at apply at the same time and attend your interviews at the same time? How did that happen? Um, so we it wasn't we wasn't very far apart at all really and um, we had you know been teenagers and you know jobs here and there really did a bit of traveling in America and when we come back I was like right we need to get a proper job um the only sort of real interest we had was property so we kind of knew that that's what we wanted to do and and the way in for us was through a state agency we didn't have any other experience or knowledge um or you know particularly great grades so that's kind of where we started um and I started probably about I don't know was about five or six months maybe before you Rhea mm -hmm. um and started as a trainee lettings negotiator and then I think it's literally three doors down from where I was based 
a job position come up there and I said, Rhea, get, get in there and we do the same. And um, she went and interviewed for them. And that was it, really. We worked side by, well, not side by side, but in terms of where we worked, a couple of doors down from each other for um, several years, um, both doing the same role. So um, we kind of both started off in the letting side of things. So that's interesting. Okay, so I, I guess I understood that you worked at the same agency, the same lettings no, agency or estate agency. That's <laughs> so weird. Well, that's what I was going to say. Were you competing against each other for listings? Well, I guess in a, in a way, yes. Yeah. I mean, because they weren't our own individual firms. Um, we weren't as competitive as, you know, I guess what we, we could have been. And, you know, for us, we you know, we would meet up for lunch and stuff. We quite liked working on the same strip. Um, but, yeah, we were working for... Uh, companies that were in real competition with each other and it could get awkward sometimes because you know Tonya might go and value a property I turn up 10 minutes later um, <laughs> sometimes it really confuse people and they say hang on a minute I just viewed a property with you 10 minutes ago what's going on um, so we kind of um, you know it was fun wasn't it Tonya on Duke it Street was, yeah. we did we got create a little bit ourselves. of a storm yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but it was between us it was only kind of just fun rivalry really yeah, I'm sure. That's quite hilarious, actually, because you, you're you not identical, are you? But you're very right. close. Yeah, you're very, very close in, in how you how you look, obviously. And I was very happy when StreamYard has your names here so I could tell the difference. But, uh, yeah, that must have really thrown people. Do you have any funny stories of, of uh, impersonating each other even by accident? Oh, and probably not in our adult years. When we were children, <laughs> we were a little bit naughty. Um, yeah. At school, we used to... You know, find it. Our friends would find it funny when we pretend to be each other. I mean, we were switch a little classes, switch classes, and all our friends would know we were the wrong twin, but the teacher wouldn't know. And you know, if I knew I was about to get collared for something, and the teacher pulled me, I'd say, "Oh no, no, I'm Ria." He's, you know, you need to talk to I Tonya. I actually spent a week. We do that a lot. <laughs> yeah, I had a week's worth of detentions once for something that Tonya did. <laughs> and they would because we used to do it so much and say oh no it wasn't me it was her or you know the teachers just weren't having any of it they're like we well, know it's you and fair. you're in detention yeah. for a week but it was Tonya um so yeah things like that used to happen all the time at school we looked really alike back then as well you know as as children like toddlers babies and even in our teenage years we looked we looked like identical twins so we could really get away with it then <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that is really funny. And then you both went to set up. Now, have I got this right? You both went to set up your own lettings agencies or did you then do that together as a joint venture? Well, it was, um, we, we did go to, go on to set up our own businesses, but they were, were slightly different in their own right. So um, for me, I opened what you would class a traditional um you know customer facing uh, estate agents you know with the glass window and the properties um very much focused on selling um rather than lettings it, it, it did start off as lettings only but developed very quickly in down to the sales side um Tonya opened up an agency not right in the heart of the town center but kind of slightly um just on the outskirts yeah and it was more um lettings uh focused and and property management house and multiple occupancies um at one time tony was even managing um properties for me so i would pass over my house of multiple occupancies to tonya um so it, although we did open our own firms 
you know they did they have they had slightly different directions yeah. which was good because that meant I could really develop my sales skills Tonya developed her management skills and house multiple occupancies and later in life that's really helped us because Tonya will come to me you know for sales tips or, or advice and I'll go to her for house multiple occupancy or letting advice so it, it's worked well for us really yeah, it's really collaborative and really uh, you just complement each other so well. And so then take me through what happened. So, Tonya, you merged with Adrian's in Chelmsford. And how did that yes. come about and what were your so decisions? It was, I think, a lot of it to do, it was a lot to do with the children and running a business mm. and, you know, a state agency in particular is quite full on. Lettings is really, really full on and the management side of lettings can be quite stressful. Um, in 2017, we both had little boys. They were six weeks apart and <sighs> that was my second child at that point as well. And um, I think that it, it became hard to juggle both and you know above everything you know being mums is what we love best and everything kind of fits around that but it was becoming an issue where you just felt so torn between you know the agency and children and it become really really stressful so in a particular estate agency had asked me a few times and you come in house come and set up a lettings department for us and it never quite been the right time but they got me at a time where I just had the main bulk of my student HMO turnaround and, you know, mm -hmm. in August and July and it was hell. I just remember it being a really hellish couple of months and then um, they asked me right at the right time to sort of come across, offered me a really good deal to do that and it would mean that I would step away from the office and only have to work three days a week, which was great because of the children and so it just, it was right timing to, to do it and that's why I ended up merging with them and they're a company that I know really well. I've worked with them for years. They used to be my... One of the directors used to be my manager when I very, very first started in Letting years ago. So we all know each other really well. Um, and that was the same sort of time that Rhea was having the same issue. She'd had her first babies and, mm -hmm. you know, six weeks um, behind me. And she had her estate agency and, and was finding that difficult to balance. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of really the same sort of times that, you know, I ended up merging. I probably would have sold if I hadn't merged, but I just got offered a good deal to do that. And it just kind of worked for me. And Rhea ended up selling hers. So um, similar times, really, that we'd done that. And it just freed us up. And then as soon as we were freed up, we then kind of gravitated together. And um, yeah. this is kind of where the property teams have come from. Just to have a look at the the whole working uh, mum concept, because it is a challenge. And I think that so often we're taught from a young age that as women we can have it all and we can we can have the career and we can have the children. But I still feel like there's a compromise. Is that what you felt as well? Yeah, I think Definitely. for us, I mean, we I, I would say that both of us have kind of figured out that balance. Um, you know, because we have our own dreams and goals and and we're sales girls, always have been. So for us it's very hard to just switch that side of us off and just be full time mum. Um and when I sold my business, I was quite depressed actually for a long mm -hmm. time after that because I was so used to just like go, 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 like every day that when I sold my estate agents and then I was at home, I, I obviously I love my children, our kids are absolute world, but I had no targets to follow you know to, to hit no challenges no goals and really really struggled with that um I do find it frustrating because 
you know, depending on what your role is in the relationship, whether it be, um, you know, the, the, the dad does most of the childcare or the mum does most of the childcare, someone does have to make some kind of compromise. And Tonya and I are those people. So our husbands both work full time. Um, and sometimes it, it does, it is a struggle even now. You know, you're mm. trying to run businesses, you're trying to look after the children full time. Lockdown's a whole nother ball game because mm. that has been just, Oh, exhausting no mm. childcare or anything um so uh, you know we're very much like you know you've got to carry on going for your goals and dreams and don't give up on your your hobbies and your ambitions you know just because you become a mum but with it we totally get it that that comes with compromise and you, you can't do it like you used to you know we used to we, how we run our businesses now are so different to, to when we were younger with no children so yeah, absolutely, yeah. definitely compromise. And, you know, sometimes last minute appointments come up or, you know, great uh, opportunities and you think, oh, I just want to go, get in the car and go, because that's, that's what's in yeah. us, but you can't when you've got children. So no, exactly. Um, can be a challenge sometimes. Yeah, it's definitely a balancing act, isn't it? And I can hear one of your little children in the background yes, there, which fine, is sorry. absolutely <laughs> fine. No, it's absolutely fine. That's what that's what this is all about. And we were talking before we came on about how uh, you mentioned it there, Ria, about how the lockdowns just changed everything completely. Yeah. And I was just listening to uh, Women's Hour on Sunday, I think it was, and they were talking about the cost on women, how women are the ones who are picking up most mm. of the slack. And I don't want this to be a men bashing session at all because we love our men. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it is the, uh, it is, um, women have often had to pick up more of the slack when it comes to the childcare and the maintaining of the home. And Ria, you've got a nine month old baby as well. So yeah. that's really hardcore. It's been so tight. I would say out of it, oh, it's, just, it's just exhausting, isn't it? Because yeah. I genuinely feel like when you're at home with a child full time, it's the equivalent of like two jobs, for instance, yeah. especially when you've got a little one, you're up all night through the night as well. So you're not even sleeping. Yeah. Um, and then you've got the likes of Tonya doing homeschooling and, um, and you trying know, to work on top of that as well. Yeah, like, absolutely. So people that Whatever are working probably doing home. like, what, three full-time jobs at the moment? Yeah. 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 One, it's like, yeah, that's it's really, it. really tricky, really, really tricky. And it's always really. a release, isn't it? <laughs> Sending them to school is just that little bit of a breather. <laughs> Oh, uh, bring on 8 March, honestly. It's, I know. <laughs> can't wait. We've got a comment and a question here from Promise. And uh, he's saying that depression is quite a common theme for entrepreneurs, uh, regardless of gender. However, I think the pressure to perform is more on females. It almost feels like they have something to prove. Um, Ria, before you, before you perhaps answer that one first, mm -hmm. Do you feel that perhaps your when you sold the business that um, I'll put that back up? Sorry, that the depression that you felt was somehow around the loss of identity because you identified yourself as having this successful estate agency business, and so when you sold that, all of a sudden that part of you had switched off, and perhaps that does feed into what um, promises said there about having something to prove yeah, <laughs> identity. I think yeah, I, absolutely. I mean, I think I, I, for a little while I felt like a bit of a, you know, a bit of a failure. And I don't know why, because I'm not, you know, I sold my business for, you know, a nice amount of money. Um, I built it up, I spent many years, blood, sweat and tears, worked really, really hard to get it to a point where it was sellable. But then once I sold it, um, 
I was like, well, you know, what now? And I think in, you know, where we live, there's so many successful women, really, really successful women in Essex. And, you know, and, and you kind of, you've got a newborn baby, you're at home, you've sold your business, you're looking at everyone else, getting on with work and getting out and still earning money. And, and I kind of get that. Yeah, there, there is, I would say now, for females, there things have changed like for instance my mum is a typical 60s housewife she's she's you know she never worked she was at home with the children that was her role my dad's role was to work but I think women have almost gone that whole other extreme where it's like you know you've got to be successful you've got to work you've got to earn money um, and I think the pressure of that can sometimes really build up on on um you know mums and you know it's even now we get mums saying oh how do you do it all well you know I wish I could do it all and I, w I would just say it's just always what it seems and looks like Instagram mm -hmm. is you know not real life and that's the, I think that's one of the problems social media yeah it is and it's really hard to know whether we're perpetuating that by being so active on on social yeah. media or if we're saying Right, we're we're gonna say it, we're gonna tell it as it is. What do you think, Tonya, about that? I think it's difficult because you know we 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 look at we follow Instagram pages and you think oh you know everything looks amazing like what Rhea's saying, but we know what goes behind the yeah. scenes on Instagram posts and you know you you post, we to be honest we don't really fake it as such you know we post what we're doing and that's what we do and we do do that every day um some people might think oh you know as if they can do fit all that in but we do um so what we post isn't unrealistic um it's just what we do day in day out um property is easy for us to talk about because we're always kind of working on something property related even at the moment in lockdown you know i'm dealing with my tenants problems you know I've got a maintenance issues there's always something going on property related that doesn't really need to be um sort of staged or you know built up it's not something that we have to think too hard about so yeah uh, I think we what we do is just like our natural day-to-day -day stuff um but yeah it looks yeah. like we're busy but you know I think we've always been that way we've always had quite a lot on we're, we've we've just always been that way you know we've always had to stay busy, haven't we, Ria? Yeah, we, we like, like to yeah, do busy. No, whenever we're, we're not busy, we're a nightmare. Can you just chill and just, know, you know, yeah. relax? But that's that's who we are. But I would say that the difference between us and, and some people on social media is we, we do share the crap as well. So, mm -hmm. like, you know, one of the kids breaks a vase or, you know, we go in and there's rubbish all up the walls or whatever. You know, we, we will share that we're having a bad day. And I think that actually is really important on social media it's not all good yeah yeah she, you know I think it, a bit more realness is, is nice for other mums and you know so the other mums that are working know that you know nine times out of ten you're running out of the house and you look like crap and you're trying to quickly answer the phone whilst doing a wee or you know <laughs> stuff. and um you know we quite like the whole realness side of things as well um because it, social media can be very misleading it can be and I loved your post I think it was yesterday how you said after the tears there's the cheers and yes and I just I wanted to give you both a big hug and go I know what you mean oh. there are tears. Oh. it's so hard <laughs> <laughs> promises said kudos to all fempreneurs I can I cannot imagine managing domestic chores children and all stuff like that in addition to all the hurdles of being an entrepreneur I'm finding it difficult to compare which is more exhausting now imagine doing both <laughs> 
Yeah, it's very true. And kudos to you, Promise, for uh, recognizing that too. Uh, so let's just, uh, let's go back then to the property. We took a bit of a diversion down uh, the whole mothering and uh, lockdown route, but um, let's go back to your property business. So right now you've both uh, merged and sold. So Tonya, what is it that you're focusing on now as far as your business? Is it just continuing to grow the HMO and the letting side of the business? Yeah, I think this year I'm just trying to grow my portfolio, really. Um, I'm quite an old-fashioned investor, I think, um, from what I hear. And, you know, I've been, I've been in lockdown, my thing has been to listen to lots of podcasts and listen to lots of property investors and developers and just try and, you know, get lots of knowledge. But I think I'm quite old school. You know, when I first invested, I was really, really young and I only knew how to invest with my own money and buy buy to let and it was straightforward that's the you know yield and great and I think this year I'm just going to try and you know dabble a bit more in other ways to buy property you know by teaming up with people um I've set up a buy to let company with two investors and we're gonna what well, I'm gonna grab buy to let portfolio for them I'm hoping to also add to my buy to let portfolio I do I probably will buy a couple more HMOs because I'm very sort of HMO focused um mm -hmm. And uh, Rhea's more sort of non-HMO. We always have this, like, battle, you know. I, I, she's very sort of, like, straightforward residential, single let. And, um, but I quite like my HMOs. Um, so, yeah, growing that, you know, growing the portfolio. I am still um, actively in the estate agency as well. So I run a lettings department there and I do that a few days a week. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think that's kind of what we'll do. And then between me and Rhea, we want to work together, you know, help we do property sourcing, helping people buy buy to let properties in our area, which is um, the area we know, um, and whatever might come of the property twins. That's kind of um, where we're going this year. Where I'm, and I will ask you more about that too. <laughs> uh, but first of all, uh, Ria, before before your baby drags you away, <laughs> uh, can you talk us through the uh, landscaping business? Or we can come back to you if that's easier. But do you want to talk us through the landscaping business? Um, so, um, yeah, sorry, the landscaping company. So um, when I sold my business, I um, was a little bit kind of lost a little bit. I, you know, I wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do. Obviously, I sold my lettings um, portfolio, so I was kind of blacklisted from lettings. I can't do that in the town that I live now. Uh, but I've retained the right to sell houses. Um, and my husband is an amazing um, landscape kind of designer landscaper. Um, he'd been working for a really well-known company here in Essex for about six years. So I, you know, I'm very interested in learning new things. So whenever he was doing new gardens or he was down at the Chelsea Flower Show, like I was always asking, you know, more about it. Um, and I love Tonya and I love design. So I actually then went to study. Um, garden design whilst I was pregnant because I was like you know what can I do what do I love love design work it ties in with my husband um, and then he set up his own company um, and then I ended up just kind of falling into doing a lot of their design work so um, whether I'm working with one of the other designers on the team or just designing completely on my own um, that's actually what I do 90% of the time other than property twins um, and yeah I just just absolutely love it I love going to an outside space and it, it completely blank uh, you know having a good budget and just just really being creative um so uh, yeah it, it keeps me busy but I really really enjoy it which is the main thing yeah oh the garden luxury gardens uh, it's just I don't know about you but now that spring's coming out and 
everything daffodils are out and everything, yeah. all the buds are starting to come on the magnolias and you just have this urge to go out into the yeah. garden. It must be so rewarding for you to design these really yeah. beautiful gardens. It's an extension yeah. of the home, isn't it? That's it, yeah. And, uh, you know, for me, I get to do the fun bit, which is designing it, and then I get to go when it, there when, once it's finished. So I don't actually have to do any of the real labour <laughs> side, the hard stuff. Um, and yeah, it's just so nice to see something that you've designed and then real, you know, the finished result in the flesh. It's just amazing. And the thing is, you just know how much the families are going to enjoy the gardens as mm. well. Um, and I actually, I like going on site. So once it gets warmer, there's nothing, you know, nicer than being out planting or, you know, helping lay things out. So um, we've, we've been absolutely flooded the last couple of weeks because obviously the sun's out now. It's starting to warm up and uh I think a lot of people have decided rather than going on holiday that they're going to to now do stuff with their gardens, which is good for us. It's really good for you. And that's a good point, actually, now that uh, when, yeah, people are uh, spending a lot more time at home. And uh, I guess on the property side, Tonya, are you seeing more demand for properties with gardens? Yes, definitely. So after the first lockdown, as soon as we went back to the office, the phones didn't stop really. We we had a huge boom. Obviously, stamp duty cart just sent everything into overdrive. Um, but definitely, we found that people that were in flats or you know studio apartments are now wanting that outside space. Everyone's been locked up for so long, and you know, I guess have thought about actually, you know, they're working from home more than ever now, and you know, they want to make home you know nice a nice place to be mm. and outside space has definitely been something that people want to get and or office space at home um definitely people are you know sort of upsizing rather than downsizing I think before with lettings everyone kind of this is sales and both lettings actually yeah. but with, with lettings everyone kind of wanted to hold back a little bit on you know what they spent and people are a bit more sensible so studios and one bedroom flats they went really really quickly but um, obviously we're seeing people come out of them now into houses with a bit of garden and um, also on the south side you know people that were maybe before in property that was near the station in flats near the station you know commuting isn't really a thing at the moment so a lot of people are coming out of apartments into houses. Yeah no I've definitely seen the same as well and just demand for any sort of external space which is yeah. which is great for both of you really and so Ria you work with your husband on one side of the business and with Tonya your sister on the other side so yeah. it's completely a family affair for you. It is and my husband yeah. works for Ria's husband as well. So oh really? really is, yeah. <laughs> so the four of you when you get together it's just uh, yeah it, all of you just really work together and your yeah, kids yeah. must be raised on most like brothers and sisters they are they yeah are. They're really, twins, aren't they? yeah yeah and because I've got yeah. an under one-year-old I've been able to form a bubble with Tonya yeah. and Lee and and the children the whole way through lockdown mm -hmm. so um you know we've been lucky enough to be able to kind of uh, benefit from that and yeah we, they've, they've just seen each other constantly really the only other children that they've seen so mm -hmm. um and, and we, we do try not to talk well. about work, though, don't we, when we're all together, because otherwise it would just be work, work, work all the time. The boys do, though. I think they're they worse do, than us. They do, yeah. 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 <laughs> that's probably the way boys talk, though. It's different to us, isn't it, the, the way they talk. That's their their communication is often, yeah, yeah how about this and yeah. how about that? <laughs> it's um, And so what uh, I've been wanting to ask you this whole time now is that you've got a new property venture together. So can you tell us anything about that? Um, so, Tonya, do you want to answer this one? 
No, go for it. Go on. You Bye. sure? Yeah, okay, yeah. Sure. So we are going to, um, well, we've got a couple of little bits kind of in the horizon. So we are in contact with some production companies. Um, we can't say too much, but um, there may be some kind of, something we might be doing on TV, but, you know, that that's kind of um, all we can say on that side of things. And I'm actually um, going to be going back to what I do best, which is selling property. Um, so that's kind of the next, um direction that we're going to be taking and um yeah that's all going to be up and running i hope by kind of april time um so yeah that that's the the kind of next steps for us um and oh, yeah, i'm just itching to get back to selling yeah. properties because i just absolutely love to sell some people might say it's not a great time um with everything going on but we're happy to kind of ride the, the waves and it'll all figure itself out in the end the property market so um, yeah, really looking forward to, to doing that again. Wow, so this is really working under the Property Twins brand, is it, to to push that further uh, with uh, what I'm reading between the lines. Is it is some sort of a television concept that we'll see both of you working together in that? Yes, possibly. I mean, we've, we spoke, um, like Ria said, to a couple of production companies who've got ideas for us, property-related shows. Um, you know, we'd really love to do something property related obviously and showcase that side of us um you know we've we've been asked before you know reality stuff and things like that which we've never been interested in you know we really want to do what we know and what we love so um we're kind of just working on ideas and you know formats for something that's very sort of property focused yeah and you you've got a great brand and we were saying this before you you came on you you clearly work incredibly well together and you're incredibly knowledgeable and and you look good which also doesn't help so <laughs> it'll be great to see how you take that and uh with um yeah with you've got the columns as well and so I guess what is the what is the end goal for property uh, property twins and and how far do you want to take this? And the reason I ask is because I did a bit of a a uh, ask the audience search on uh, property investment recently, and one of the and I accidentally pressed US instead of UK, and one of the search terms that comes up most when you put in property in the US is the property twins. Ah. which uh the two guys i think they're in the u.s yeah. canada drew and scott, drew and scott. yes yeah. exactly yeah. exactly so clearly there's they're huge yeah. in the yeah, u.s massive. Yeah. yeah yeah and is this something that you think that uh is open wide open for the yeah. two of you to step into here yeah i mean oh, i love that yeah Go on, yeah no that's okay um <laughs> we've always said that you know we we want to be the property twins of the UK. You know, there's a you know we feel that there's that that market there. I mean, you know, there there are a million property professionals and you know consultants out there. But I like to think that we bring a little bit of fun to the property industry, a little bit of glamour, a little bit of sass, um, a little and, bit of Essex. Yeah, we're, you know, we're <laughs> um, but actually, we do really know our stuff. Um, mm. And you know, we've been working in the industry industry for years now, so we're very confident in what we do. And and um, we just think it's time for there to be a little bit of a shake-up um, on our TV. And, uh, you know, we, we need something new. We need some fresh blood in the property industry on media. That's, that, you know, and hopefully that's us. 
I like how you said a little bit of Essex because it's I'm Australian so I'm completely I have an Australian neutral accent but it's so nice to hear your lovely Essex voice and <laughs> and like you said I do Not think sure that there needs <laughs> no, it's lovely <laughs> and it's well for me as an Australian but it, yeah I think it's it's about gone are the days where everyone had a plummy accent on on mm. TV and it's about having new blood as you said a yeah. fresh accent fresh people and it's not just about the diversity of uh of uh race it's also diversity of of where you're from within of regional diversity as well and that's something that you can bring to the screen as well i think in a, obviously a very authentic way so uh, yeah that's really exciting so hopefully by april will you'll be able to announce that more yes. fully Yes, so definitely. we'll be watching. And uh, yeah, so then I wanted to talk to you about the other investments. And Tonya, I just wanted to pick up on the HMOs because mm -hmm. I know a lot of people listening will be uh, property investors and developers. And a lot of people are already uh, very keen on the whole idea of HMOs. Uh, Rhea, I'm probably on your side where I think that um, <laughs> there are a lot of hassle. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so um, Tonya, talk me through your strategy for HMOs and also how they're going now given we're in this pandemic or coming out of the lockdowns and how people are finding living together? I think that um, there's still a demand for HMO property. I think that it will, it, will, it will start booming again, I hope, in the next couple of months. It's been a bit of a tricky six months. It's not, you know, been the norm for any of us. You know, I have um, a large student HMO. It's got 14 bedrooms. And, you know, that's a first for me. And I think I've had the property for about um, eight years-ish. Um, first time I've never not had all my rooms occupied um, at the start of an academic year. So, you know, it was just one of those things. And, you know, universities not being open is a big problem at the moment. There's not as many people needing accommodation. They're working online. So naturally, you know, mum and dad doesn't want to pay five six hundred pound a month for you to rent a room when you can work online so at the moment things feel a little bit you know depressing on the hmo side especially the student front but you know as soon as the colleges reopen universities start opening again it will pick up and the thing that i like about hmos is that generally speaking you'll always have at least you know you'd like to think i mean i always have 80 percent of my rooms you know they're, they're occupied so you've always got flow you know mm -hmm. if you have a whole property empty that's a whole void period with nothing coming in so with hmos i like the fact that you've got a constant income um and as anyone knows with hmo property you do generally make um, a bigger return on your investment um than you would do a normal residential so i do i have both and i look after both i manage lots and lots of hmos and i think a lot of people are sort of tapping into the hmo market now so it's a little bit of a worry like you know there's all these rooms on the market and will they be filled but um as soon as the you know economy starts moving again and you know there's contractors coming into your area and they need short-term lets and room lets hopefully everything will start picking up again and there'll be a market for it um if if that changes then you revert back to residential and you know you kind of just you have to just see how things go and play out but um you know where, where i've got a lot of student property that kind of works in my area the university is a few mm -hmm. minutes walk away there's always a steady flow of students that need accommodation um as professionals as well you know we have if you're near a hospital or you know a new development there's always demand for that so 
I personally like HMOs. I think they're a little bit more interesting, you know, a little bit more fun to do and manage. A little bit. A lot of people think they're more headache, but to me personally, I don't think that. Rhea would. She'd argue with me that they are more head, more of a headache. Um, but my tenants are good, so I haven't had a bad experience with HMOs really. Um, not the HMOs I'm dealing with. So I deal with professionals and students, and actually, students are my favourite tenants. A lot of people think, oh, I can't believe you deal with student. My 14-bedroom HMO's got 14 students in it, and they're great. So I've never had any problems there, touch wood. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'm all for HMO's. Yeah, it seems with your background in, in lettings, it seems that that's, it's not a daunting task for you to have to deal with the, the hassle of, uh, of renting out all those properties, whereas for someone else who's perhaps got a sales background or, like me, develops and sells, uh, that yeah. the idea of having to deal with all of those people gives me it's a the management. Yeah, and <laughs> it is the management. It's the headache of it, and I think, but once you've yeah. got quite a lot of tenants that you're managing anyway, you know, I manage hundreds of tenants every day, you know, an extra yeah. few in that mix doesn't really make much of a difference. You've got your systems in place to deal with that, your maintenance departments and your out of hours and things like that. It doesn't really matter adding a few more in rather than one. Um, but I understand for anyone that doesn't have a management sort of set up, it could, you know, it is a headache. It can be. Yeah, and you're right there. It's all about the systems and that you put in place in order to um, to be able to deal with any of the yes, eventualities. Definitely. Yes, and being organised. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And what sort of investment properties are you looking to add? Obviously, you're looking at the uh, at the HMOs as well. But what other types of properties do you look at? So it's all residential for me. I don't have any commercial experience at all. I mean, Rhea's bought and sold commercial properties, but I don't have any um, sort of experience in developing commercial properties. And I kind of stick to what I know. So yeah. um, I've got um, a buy to let company um, and we will probably focus on building up a HMO portfolio, maybe with a few sort of normal properties in the mix of it as well. Um, so that's the main type of property that I would buy. Um, my husband and I, we're looking at potentially buying a, couple of properties this year to renovate and sell on and um, we have done a little bit of that in the past um, so we've got a little nowhere near the experience you've got but we um we do do a little bit of that so I think we'd quite like to to do that as well and have that kind of running alongside the buy select portfolio um, just so we've always got you know something on the go like a renovation on the go on you know something to keep us busy yeah. basically I mean the management keeps you busy but you know, developing and renovating, that's sort of like, you know, keeps you really busy daily, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. And also, I think what it will do really well for you is you're clearly both you and Rhea are very creative. And so it will allow you to to tap into that creativity as well. And uh, yeah, to to just be creative within those within those properties. So yeah, that's, um, that, that is, I that's what I enjoy about it as well, is that it gives me that creative outlet for, um, for the properties. And uh, Maria, what about you? What sort of properties are you adding to your portfolio at the moment, if you are? With um, well, I've just recently added a little bungalow, um, which I bought, oh, I want to say about three years ago now. I've got quite a good price on it. Um, that's been added to the mix. At the minute, I'm kind of, um, I'm not ad actually looking to add anything to my portfolio at the minute. Um, I'm concentrating on, me and my husband really want to build our own home. So for us, it's our priority at the minute, rather than kind of tie up our finances in buy-to-lets, um, you know, for us, we're, we're kind of more after the quick buck at the minute. So, you know, we'd probably be more 
inclined to do a, a flip of some kind. Um, you know, it's few and far between at the minute trying to find property like that yeah. here in Essex. So, yeah, for me at the minute, I'm not actually looking to, uh, you know, if something great come up at a good price, then then I would look at that. But for now, you know, for us, we really, really want to build. Um, it's been a dream of ours for years. You know, my husband's a builder by trade. So, you know, we're just trying to, we're trying to look for land. That's our, our thing at the moment. So, um, other than perhaps doing some renovations with Tonya, um, and we are working with some other investors. So, um, as I said, we're doing sourcing and, you know, we're happy to kind of joint venture with, um, you know, other investors and, and do kind of renovations and flips. I think that that's kind of the area that I'll be looking at, you know, Mm-hmm. immediately um but yeah in the future absolutely i would definitely add more more to the the pot if i can i think we'll probably end up doing something together on that yeah. side of things as well you know so we're, yeah. we're coming together to do the property sourcing and you know that'll be a company that we form together and i think naturally we will start to maybe build up our own twin portfolio yeah, as well. yeah i would have thought so <laughs> definitely yeah all under the property twins uh, brand yeah oh you, you're doing so well I've, I've got this twinge of envy for both of you having each other to work with because it, I'm sure everyone on here is just thinking wow if only I had a twin because that's the thing you say when you're in business if only I had another me who could help me with everything and you two have that and you're both so aligned and also with your with your husband your respective husbands as well so it's really great to see that and uh well, I think, uh, Rhea, especially, uh, your children have probably given us enough of your time today and uh, or we've stolen enough of yeah, your I'm time sorry from to them. have jumped out a couple of times. Um, no. My nine-month-old's actually fallen asleep in his food, but I have checked Aww. he's okay, he's breathing, which is the main <laughs> thing. Um, but, yeah, he's, um, he's eating himself to sleep, bless him. <laughs> oh, that's so lovely. Yeah, well... That is no problem at all. It was lovely to see your children make a little appearance there. So, uh, yeah, thank you so much for your time. And we'll be watching out on your Instagram to see if we can uh, yeah, catch that announcement of when your new show, whatever format that might take, comes out. So, yeah, do keep us posted on that as well. And thank you both for your time today. Thank you so much. It's been lovely to speak to you. Really lovely. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you both and have a lovely afternoon and oh, uh, thank you. Bye. Thank you all for uh, listening Take in care. live. Bye. And thank you everyone. <laughs> They're so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> See, they were telling me they're five foot eleven. They don't, uh, four foot eleven, sorry. So uh, not only are they just uh, super twins as far as the property but also pint-sized princesses as well so yeah it's wonderful to talk to them about just a real take on what it's like to juggle motherhood and why uh, why property is just such a great option I think I still think despite my struggles property is such a great option for those who want the flexibility of uh, a career a rewarding career around uh, around children so thank you very much for all of you who joined me and I'll see you uh, for the next live maybe bye Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please support us with a like, comment, subscribe and share. And you can always join the conversation live across my YouTube, Facebook and LinkedIn pages at 1pm every Thursday. See you there soon.